following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A lot to talk about. Jonathan Smith lands a former Oregon State recruit at QB. Maybe his QB number one beginning next fall. I like what he's doing. Adding coaches, players that are familiar with the system so he can hit the ground running. We'll get an update from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, on what Smith is doing with his coaching staff, with commitments, with the transfer portal, and more. I like the guy. Also, speaking of Lansing, I do want to thank our longtime affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network just told me that we are back live 3 until 6 p.m. in the afternoon in the Lansing area. You got Stout on Sports at 10 a.m. The Huge Show back live in Lansing. Weekdays 3 until 6 on the game 7.30 a.m. Thank you to the entire crew at the game 7.30 a.m. And Tim Stout for his longtime support. So we'll hear from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Will join us. What's the latest on the Juwan Howard, Coach Sanderson, the strength coach altercation? I know Jace Howard was on Twitter that defending his dad. I, I, I get that. You're his son. That's, you're not going to win Twitter wars. We've all learned that in some way, shape, or form. Bob Kayser. He is the man, one of the great hockey voices in the world. Voice of the Wings, top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. He'll join us in studio within the hour. And then Lomas Brown and Josh Garvey. Josh is the managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's office in Grand Rapids. Lomas is the former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network. Dorn Mayhew presents Lomas Brown each and every week. On the Huge Show, we'll look back at the loss in Chicago and talk about the matchup. With the Broncos on Saturday night in Detroit. I also threw out our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. 
What's your huge prediction on Saturday night? I say Lions 21, Broncos 17. You can drop that on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. You can comment at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. And Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, will join us. You're going to want to stop by Soaring Eagle or download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. You could win a Lions Ford Bronco, brand new one. They got it on display at Soaring Eagle. Check it out when you're up there. It's awesome. I think Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, he is standing by, one of our Michigan insiders. Man, I don't like this break. I know the players need it. Preparation coaches, Harbaugh, his staff, Saban, his staff for that monster matchup. New Year's Day at 5 p.m. at the Rose Bowl uh, in Pasadena. Uh, Before we get to your early thoughts on that game, Clayton, uh, what's the latest on Juwan Howard? Is he going to survive all this drama uh, connected to Sanderson and the altercation? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. Um, You know, it went through an HR review or is going through that and don't know for sure whether or not that's concluded yet, but I would imagine we would have heard if it was. So uh, John Sanderson, Michigan strength coach, after the argument, altercation, whatever you want to call it, filed a claim to Michigan's HR department, which, you know, to me, huge. I mean, when you think about and I'm not blaming John Sanderson for doing that, but I think it speaks to a bigger issue within the program that he felt like he needed to do that. And again, not blaming him. In fact, I would actually, you know, the opposite, uh, but just the, the culture, um, you know, certainly doesn't feel like it's where it should be. And I don't think that's even something that I wouldn't have said, you know, even if this didn't happen, it's something that probably a lot of people have noticed over the last couple of years, they missed the tournament a year ago off to a five and five start this year. And then, you know, this may be the worst of it. The fact that, uh, you know, the leader of your program got in some sort of altercation with a subordinate, um, you know, there, there are different ways to handle that. To me, it, it, you know, speaks to, you know, anger kind of getting the best of everybody in the situation. If it couldn't have been dealt with much better than this privately, you know, after practice, that sort of thing. So I think that's kind of where we stand. But the interesting thing and really the most key point, I think, huge is that Jawan Howard is under a zero tolerance policy with his contract at Michigan after what happened in Wisconsin in 2022. So the fact that this is headed to and going through an HR review, I mean, all bets are kind of off as to what happens because he has that policy in place. And, you know, there are people kind of, quote unquote, outside of things dealing with it. Yeah, just more drama that uh, the University of Michigan Athletic Department, they don't need. It's been a a football season filled with drama, which is amazing uh, to see what Harbaugh and his staff and those players have done uh, to shut out the noise and be the number one seed in the college football playoff. And we'll get to the Alabama game in a moment. But to go to the HR office to file a complaint, there had to be something said uh, that that was worthy of somebody losing their job, in my mind. Yeah, I mean, possibly. And I, I think those are basically the details that we're missing in this, you see a couple really good reports, one of them by the athletic, the other one, Jeff Goodman talking about on his podcast and, you know, pretty detailed 
except for exactly what was said. Now, you would imagine if they're heading out to the practice floor when this happened, that there's video of this. Maybe the cameras weren't rolling at that point, but, you know, obviously there's, there are cameras within, uh, you know, whether it's the, the practice floor or if they're practicing over at Chrysler. Um, but is there audio? Are there accounts of what happened? I would imagine there was an audio, and that the reason why it's taking days and days to do this is because they probably have to get a bunch of different accounts from people who saw this. And according to Jeff Goodman, multiple players witnessed the altercation, which makes things worse in my mind, too, to, to do that in front of the players. Um, so I think those are the key details. But like you said, I mean, it doesn't feel like just a regular disagreement if someone went to HR, um, you know, clearly. So whatever was said, um, you know, I would imagine it, it wasn't great. And again, it leaves it now into, into other people's hands, uh, the HR, because Juwan Howard has that policy. So it sounds like John Sanderson has not been around or at least wasn't as of yesterday. The program, uh, I think that was voluntary from what we've heard. Um, but it'll just be interesting to see, one, if they can all survive this, particularly Jawan Howard, and two, if they can actually move forward and kind of resolve that issue and, and move ahead with everyone you know, plowing in the same direction because you've got to get back on track here with your staff and your vision. My guess is you go to HR, you never want to work for the guy again if you're Sanderson. Right. And Jawan and his son Jace on Twitter defending him, calling out people, not – not a good look. I'm telling you, they University of Michigan Athletics, they need to find a way to keep their business behind closed doors, do it uh, above board. Uh, but all these uh, Twitter wars and everything we've seen going back to the even the offseason, start of the season with the self-imposed three-game suspension, the more I reflect on Michigan's season, to lose Harbaugh for six games, to deal with the garbage that had nothing to do with any of those players, and they're still Big Ten champs, beat Ohio State for a third time, and they got the overall number one seed in the college football playoff, and we get that historic matchup with Saban on New Year's Day of 5 p.m. at the Rose Bowl. I cannot wait for that matchup, and a lot of people. uh, Last night, Russ Wilcox, a good friend, Lanny Preston, asking me, hey, uh, can they win? And I said, all right, name somebody outside of Milrose, the quarterback, on the Alabama offense. That might be the first time ever that you can't name a great running back or wide receiver or multiple wide receivers or running backs. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a good point. Um, you know, it doesn't have the names, even on their defense, too, and I think their defense is pretty good. But um, And obviously, you know, where it's all relative here, it's all very good, you know, offense, defense, whatever, to get to this spot. But, um, you know, when you compare it to past Alabama teams, there's not even like the, you know, Will Anderson on the, on the defensive side that you can recognize or, you know, a lot of those big names. Uh, Jalen Milrow has been good, and I think he's very dangerous, and I think a lot of Michigan fans are scared of the mobile quarterback. But at the same time, I mean, he's had, I think, majority of his games, 15 or less completion. Um, you know, and some games he'll go off with his running, but some games he'll take five sacks. So, it's kind of hit or miss. And that's what you get a lot of times with first year starting quarterbacks. So maybe the script will be flipped from last year's college football playoff game when the experienced quarterback, Max Duggan, uh, you know, played better and more clean and mistake free than JJ McCarthy, who was the first year guy who made a couple of big mistakes, as we all know. So maybe it'll be flipped now because JJ is 25 and one as a starter. He's like, you know, like I just said, tw- started 26 games, which is just crazy to think about already in his career as just a junior. So, Maybe that'll be flipped a little bit, but I agree. They don't scare you 
the skill positions as much. They do still have a, a couple good ones, and Milrow throws a good deep ball, so you got to be aware and make sure you don't give up those big plays. But Michigan's defense is kind of built to not give up the big plays uh, as we've seen them kind of build it towards that Ohio State game at the end of the year each, each season. So I think that's going to be key for them too. Um, but certainly the, Alabama still scares you in quite a bit of ways. I mean, the interior of their defensive line is massive. Uh, the O-line's okay, but you're very big and, and some athletes up there. So you're going to have to be able to match them at the line of scrimmage. Not many teams have been able to do that to Michigan this year. Now Michigan's got to match Alabama, and Alabama's got to match Michigan. So I think it's going to be a really good close game on New Year's Day. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line. I'm just looking at Washington and Texas. So yeah. if Michigan can take care of business, they're a one-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. Who is a better matchup in Houston to win the national title. I think it's Washington because if it's Texas, you're going to get a home game for the Longhorns. That's a good point, too. And I think Washington's a better matchup for Michigan regardless of where it's played. But you're right. It's, that thing's played in Houston. I mean, it is going to be – there be a lot of burnt orange there. Um, so I think you're hoping for Washington, although you just would take the win and, and figure it out from there. You're the first game, too. So if Michigan wins that game, think of their fans being able to sit back and watch the Sugar Bowl – afterwards but i think it's washington because they're they're less of a complete team than me michael Penix and their passing game with fantastic receivers certainly pose a big threat and if they were to beat texas that would further prove themselves as a great team but when i watch texas i mean it's like they got the guys on the, at the line of scrimmage especially on the defensive line they have really good skill position players i mean xavier worthy adonai mitchell they're uh two wide receivers and then Sanders, their tight end, is an absolute freak in nature. He's going to be potentially a first-round pick this year. And then they have the quarterback, Quinn Ewers. I know he hasn't been the same since he returned from injury, but he gets a month off, too, and looks good earlier on in the year. So that's a complete Texas team. I would much rather face Washington. I think Vegas says that as well because Texas is the favorite four points over Washington last time I checked. So, um, yeah, and then you add the geography in there, and certainly it would be the Huskies, but – you get past Alabama, and I think you'd be fortunate and, and feel good about playing anybody because you just want to give yourself that chance on that Monday night and you see what happens because, you know, Michigan hasn't been in a national championship game before. One final thought on Howard. If he loses his job either now or at the end of the season uh, because of the zero-tolerance policy, who, who would be the leading candidate, you think, to replace him for Michigan basketball? It's so hard to say uh, at this point. I have, you know, coming into the year, I hadn't even thought about that. It's kind of something I would think about towards the end of the year. But Dusty May from Florida Atlantic is probably the one name that I just have had my eye on since their run in the NCAA tournament last year. Um, and not not for Michigan's replacement, but just as the next guy, as you look at the college basketball landscape, to who's going to get one of those big jobs. I know they signed him to an extension, but I think a step up, you know, heading into a Big Ten or an ACC would be something uh, that'd be a natural progression for him. So that, that'd be the one name I could give right now. But, um, you know, you hope for everybody involved that, that at least right away is this week in the immediate uh, short term here. We don't have to worry about that. But uh, certainly with the way the season's going and this incident, you know, it's not too far-fetched to think that could be coming down the, in the future. Nobody can use the phrase far-fetched better than Clayton Safey. <laughs> That's right. And we, we want to give a shout-out. Josh Garvey was telling me he met your mother and your brother 
uh, who work at Bean Carter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew here at the end of the year. And Josh will join us later with Lomas Brown breaking down Lions, Bears, looking ahead to Lions and the Broncos. And he loves your mother and he loves your brother. And he didn't even make the connection. He's listened to the show forever with Clayton Xavier from the Wolverine.com and the pride and joy of the Safey family. They all listen every day with Mama's Bubble Pizza on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. And also they're proud to be a part of Dorn Mayhew. That's a small world and good stuff, Clayton. Absolutely. My mom just celebrated, got a plaque for it, 20 years at being Garter and Dorn Mayhew. So she's proud of it. And what a great company. And shout out to Josh as well. Great segment the other day with John Beeline. By the way, um, Chris Ballas said you're getting a plaque uh, that he bought at a carnival that says champ. <laughs> it's a $5 plaque, but the meaning carries a lot of weight with you. Okay. I think it's a chump actually for me. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I know your family's <laughs> listening. I'm not taking you out like that. Okay. There we go. I love it. All right. Tell Chris, thanks for, uh, he had something come up. He's, he, you know, he's a busy man. We love him, but we got you. We got Anthony Broom. We'll have Chris on tomorrow. I love the team from the Wolverine.com. I can't wait for Michigan, Alabama on New Year's day at 5 p.m. That's right. I'm fired up. Well, thanks for having me. And have you don't sound one. fired up. You sound overworked. <laughs> Fair. Okay. We love you, Clayton. <laughs> Back at you. Yeah, there he is. Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com. Uh, Coming up, Tim Stout will join us from the game, 730 AM in Lansing. We mentioned we're back live, 3 until 6 in the Lansing area on the game. Thank you so much uh, to everybody at the game. And Stout will tell us about Transfer Portal landing a stud QB from Oregon State. Follows Jonathan Smith to East Lansing. That's a big get. They're bringing in quality coaches. The guy has hit the ground running. We'll get an update on MSU football and basketball from Stout here in a few moments. That, that fires me up that we're back live on the game, 7.30 a.m. We bring you Izzo. We bring you Stout. We talked to Graham Couch. We got Jim Comperoni. I've reached out to get Jonathan Smith on. He's no, he's busy. I get that. He'll do Stout before he does me. Stout is the Elvis Presley of radio in Lansing, if not sports. He's the Magic Johnson of the mic. So we'll talk to Stout in our next segment. I wanted to sing with the comeback on the game 7.30 a.m. Did you ever keep that tape of me singing? Tears for Fears, shout, but we put Stout to it. Stout, Stout, let it all out. These are the teams that we're talking about. Well, come on. I'm talking to you. Well, come on, stout, stout, let it all out. Man, I I should have been in a British band with my accent. Looking at the huge text chain right now, it's obvious people enjoy the show. Quote from Rob in Elto, listening on 96 won the game. My dogs are howling out back. They can hear you singing. Thank you, Rob. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, if you're into hoops or you're betting against the Pistons who have lost 21 straight games, which is amazing. 
Uh, there's a pretty cool hoops deal right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers who download the app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting 5 bucks on basketball. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Bet 5 bucks on hoops and you'll get 150 instantly in bonus bets. It's an instant W for you. And the best thing about DraftKings, it's safe, secure, and reliable with 24-7 support. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Jonathan Smith. I love what I see early from the new Michigan State head football coach. We'll get the latest on MSU football and basketball. Stout will let it all out from Lansing next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. For goodness sake, wear your seatbelt. Better yet, for your family's sake, your friend's sake, for your own sake, buckle up. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police sees firsthand what happens when seatbelts aren't used. We want Michigan to be the leader in seatbelt use. We want everyone in Michigan to get home safely. For everyone's sake, buckle up every time. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Get your groove on. Everybody get up. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same show, same night, Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. 
If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Singers who bring us back from the break. Tim Stout says, "Who? You guys got a house band?" Tim from the game, seven thirty a.m. in Lansing weekday mornings at ten a.m. TV guy, newspaper, everything. The Elvis Presley of radio uh, in Lansing. The Magic Johnson of the mic. Hey Tim, we got some good news. Marty Board told me. Uh, from the Michigan Sports Network, that the game 7.30 a.m. is now carrying the huge show live once again weekdays, 3 until 6 in Lansing. That's awesome. Well, they came to us just before the radio show Monday morning. And deliver- when I walk in there, Bill, you know, in the world we live in today, especially in broadcasting from one day to the next, you never know what what goes on. So they came in and gave us the news before we went on there Monday. And I said, well, I'm on the show this afternoon. And they said, well, don't say anything to them. Don't make any reference to it at all. Cause we haven't talked to them yet to let them know what we're going to do. But I thought it makes perfect sense. It'll help us a great deal. I drove in at three o'clock to TV to tune in, to see how the join was going to sound. Uh, I agree with the Alliance 21 to 17 over Denver I'd rather be the Magic Johnson of basketball, to be perfectly honest with you, if I was going to be the magic of anything. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, welcome back, Cotter. I, I thought sooner or later, somehow, someday, some way, it would work uh, to have you know this program, which is you know is, is gone statewide, like you say, it's the only syndicated show of its type. And I think deservedly so for a variety of different reasons. Other than me, you get a lot of very good guests on. I learn a lot, frankly. But when I learned a lot, I was done for the day because I would drive home from TV at 630 and pick it up there. And I thought what I just learned I can't use anymore because my day's over. Now my day isn't completely over. So at uh, any rate, it's, I, I think it's great for our station. Believe me. I think we're, what, one of 19? Is that how many are on Yes, now? sir. Yeah, and I, I've always appreciated you your support 
uh, from the first time I met you over uh, 20 years ago when we started uh, the huge network. I, I did want to bring you on, Aiden Childs. I think that's how you say his name. Number one QB right. in the portal. He will follow new Michigan State head football coach Jonathan Smith to the Spartans. That, this is a big day for MSU football. It really is. Well, they certainly hope he's going to give a more quarterback production than they had this last year with the three guys, all of whom left. I don't ever remember anything like that happening. I mean, it's a transfer portal world. There's no question about it. And you look at all these good quarterbacks in America who, frankly, have had their start elsewhere. Uh, and whether he's going to be that guy or not. I think one thing, Bill, he gives them that they have not had is more mobility at that position. I mean, I go down the the road to Ann Arbor. I think one thing that is very underestimated at Michigan with McCarthy is his ability to run. He's made huge runs in his career. I just heard you say, what, they're 25-1 and one when he starts. And how many of those wins did they get with big play? You know, Corum and Edwards get all their publicity in the backfield as runners. But I think McCarthy is a huge uh, you know, weapon as a runner. I'll be interested to see in the Rose Bowl game with the rest that he's been getting, how much they plan to use him to run. Because I think it's in today's world, I think it's crucial for a quarterback. Aiden Childs uh, averaged about four and a half yards per carry in the time that he played in the nine games for Oregon State last fall. Now, you know, look, he was not their full-time quarterback, but he did get meaningful minutes. There must be some frayed feelings between those left at Oregon State on the staff and the staff that left for Michigan State because clearly that's a player you would want to keep but he went into the portal and the thought all along was because Michigan State needed a quarterback desperately that there would be an opening for him here so we'll see how this and he more than likely now of course is going to get spring practice which he would need here very much uh, from what I've seen I know it's uh, there's no games and no scoreboard yet or uh, tape to break down but you know, Jonathan Smith, considering the situation on many levels at Michigan State, Jonathan Smith was a great hire. Well, he hit the ground running. I mean, they, as you know, they played Penn State, lost Friday night, Saturday afternoon, he was named. I mean, I think in today, that's another thing. In today's world, you don't have search committees that go well long after the bowl games and get to the February signing day. That was then. This is now signing day for high school recruits is December 20th. The portal is open at this time of the year, and it is till January 4th. They, you know, they've lost a lot of players here. They've lost more than two dozen players players that's a lot of roster spots that are open that they need to fill and hopefully for their sake that they fill them with you know players that are going to provide more production than what they had in the last two years the five and seven and four and eight so there you know there's a ways to move up how all of this knits together for the opening game at home august 31st with florida atlantic remains to be seen but i maintain bill you know a lot of the key parts for a school like michigan state football when you're coming off two straight losing seasons a key part of the year is what what's the roster going to look like next season and how is it going to be better i don't remember in my time here where there is ever going to be a starting lineup of 22 players from one starting uh, first game to the next year's first game where you're going to see more new players than what you saw in the previous year in other words the 22 started against central michigan this last september how many of those 22 are going to be back 
for the first game in 2024, and I can only think of maybe one, two, or three at the very most, and the rest of them will all be new. It's like an expansion team, except that you're not necessarily getting an expansion team's rejects. You're getting guys that are moving on someplace else just because they want a different opportunity elsewhere. And how much they, how many good players they land between the portal now, signing day December 20 to 22, signing day in February, plus the portal all that time, that's going to tell a lot as to what they will have for spring practice to get them ready for 2024. Yeah, I like Smith. Uh, I hope to get him on the show soon. I've reached out to Matt Larson. Uh, looking forward to getting his. i talking about Michigan State hoops. I I know, Tim, we talked earlier in this week. Uh, it's still early in the season. Izzo loves projects, but, man, I just don't see the pure scores outside of Walker, so we'll see how that uh, plays out. But Aiden Childs, the number one QB in the portal, for what that's worth, will follow Coach Jonathan Smith uh, to Michigan State. And, you know, he gets Minnesota's defensive coordinator, which could lead to recruits. And Minnesota has had a great defense under Rossi, so I – Again, I, I don't have a negative right now on Smith. I, we'll wait until we uh, see it on the football field, but I like everything he's done. I, I'm, I'm interested in why Rossi would change from one Big Ten school. Where money. It had to be money, right? Uh, I would I would certainly think so. Does he know something about the issues at Minnesota? You know, they've struggled, too. They're going into a bowl game, if you can call it that, at Detroit with a losing record against Bowling Green. Is something coming up after that that he's aware of, or one way or the other? You know, I, I'm not. I, I don't know. To your point, I'm sure money's involved. I don't think any of these assistant coaches are going to come cheap. They weren't cheap for Mel Tucker, and I have not seen publicly where all of this has been signed, sealed, and delivered yet, because that's got to go through the board. Then it becomes public. But these guys won't come cheap, so I will be interested to see. What did Rossi get at Minnesota compared to what he's getting now? And furthermore, the number one question he had, why did you leave a, you know, an established Big Ten school where you were a coordinator to go to another Big Ten school and so on and so forth? And you have to believe, you know, Bill, that you know, Smith, he's been around. He's 44 years old. I mean, these coaches all get to know each other and who they like and so forth. And I think when uh, the defensive coordinator at Oregon State ended up getting promoted there, so that removes him from consideration to come to Michigan State which the offensive coordinator was able to do that opened up a coordinator's job. And so this guy was the guy that they went after. And, and like you say, well, you know, believe me, there's, there's room for improvement on every side of the ball. As you know, whatever anybody contributes in here with all these new players, there's room for improvement. There is. It will be interesting. Uh, And also we'll wait on Izzo and see what they do. And I, I think let him get through this Christmas break with some winnable games. Baylor will be tough, but uh, see where they go from there. Uh, you, you know, Izzo Absolutely. can't shoot. Yeah, I was telling some Michigan State fans uh, last night at dinner, Bill Cutler and Jerry and Joe Preston, I said, you know, Izzo's a miracle worker and has been with weaker teams and found a way to make them great. But if you don't have scores, it is tough to consistently win in basketball. Well, I think you're going to get a great read on this against Baylor. I mean, 
you know, when you look around a country, Bill, I don't see one dominant team anywhere. I mean, there's only six undefeated teams left out of 350, whatever the number is in Division One. There's only six left. And states played a couple of them, okay? Along the way, they have played a couple of these undefeated teams, and Baylor's going to be next. Now, I don't know what motivation Baylor has for this game, but if it does have motivation, you're going to get a good read, I think, on where Michigan State is. I think they play a trap game Monday night against Oakland. They've beaten them 25 straight times, but Oakland's got some credibility. They wanted Xavier. They nearly beat Ohio State on the road. I think that would be a game state win or lose against Baylor's going to have to pay attention to. Then, to your point, you get Indiana State and Stony Brook, and Penn State is in the Breslin Center on January 4th to resume Big Ten play. And if you've seen Penn State, you would think that's a game Michigan State would automatically win. They have not been 4-5 and five in 20 years. They're four and five now. It was 2003 when they last went four and five. And if they lose to Baylor, of course, you got to go farther back even than that. So it's been, you know, a unique, a different, disappointing, frustrating start. But if they beat Baylor, Bill, it'll be amazing how that might turn around some of their momentum and certainly some of their confidence, to be sure. We'll see. Confidence is something that defines everything Tim Stout does. Stout on sports on the radio weekday mornings at 10 a.m., on the game, 7.30 a.m. And the huge show is back live weekdays 3 until 6 in the Lansing area. The celebration up and down 96 was beautiful. It brought a tear to my eye when I looked at the M.Dot camera. Thank you to everybody in Lansing. Timmy, like I said, I've always appreciated your support. You're a great man on and off air. And if we don't talk before the holidays, enjoy Christmas, okay? Same with you, Bill. Anytime. Welcome back, Cotter. Good to have you aboard. We just got better for that, and I appreciate all the thoughts. So we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that means a lot. From to me, is the dean of sports, the Elvis Presley of radio, the Magic Johnson of the microphone. Him and Brock, no look dishes, kind of like Special K and Magic, old school at Jenison Fieldhouse. We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Your prediction on the Lions Broncos Saturday night at Four Field. Four Field? Yeah, I'm going to Four Field. I can't pronounce a D. Ford Field. I say 2117 Lions. What's your prediction? You can join us 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan based bank. Drop your comments at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. But if you want to text IMPACT to 21,000, Drew and his team at IMPACT Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's go-to Yamaha golf court or cart. Golf cart? Hey, hey, right, Jay. Hey, ever looking shark in the eye? Where's the Irish accent coming from? Michigan's go-to Yamaha golf cart destination. All the power toys uh, for the Christmas rush. 14-mile road in Rockford, just north of GR. Well, they're giving away Lomas's Brown or Lomas Brown's tricked-out Honolulu Blue Lions golf cart. It could be yours. You can get one just like it. No purchases necessary. Just text IMPACT. To 21000, and you'll be in the drawing next summer during our huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Just text IMPACT 
to 21000, and you could win Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart courtesy of Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. And if you're looking for side-by-sides, uh, you want to custom design your own golf cart for the neighborhood, for the golf club, for the lake house, for your business, when you're traveling, just go see Drew and his team. They know what they're doing at Impact Power Sports. 14-mile road in Rockford, Michigan's new go-to Yamaha golf cart destination. Do that. And if you need anything for Christmas, anybody likes the big boy power toys, check out Impact Power Sports. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Where are you watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? Where you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Deck your cart with Meyer Savings. This year, give the gift of savings from Meyer. Santa Bucks will save you plenty. This Wednesday through Saturday, save up to $50 when you decide what's on sale with Santa Bucks. Ho, ho, ho. Savings for all. Plus, stack your savings with Perks December Daily Deals. Check back every day for the newest can't-miss deals. Shop Wednesday through Saturday to save even more when you use Perks and Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Cheer for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan 19 radio station strong for the one close to you. Go to the huge show.net. There you can listen to the live stream weekdays at three. If you're out of range for 
one of our Michigan Sports Network radio affiliates. Also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Let's go to John and Lansing listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. You're on The Huge Show. Hey, welcome back, Huge, to Lansing. Thank you, John. It's good to be back live at 3 on AM 730 in Lansing. I have a question about the Michigan State basketball team. Uh, what What do you think is wrong with this team? Do you think it's coaching? Do you think it's just the players haven't uh, progressed as they should have this year? Or what, what do you, what's your take on that? I think it comes down to scores. And beyond Tyson Walker, they don't have a go-to scorer. And Hoggard, he, he's been a guy who is better taking it to the rack than spotting up. Malik Hall has been surprisingly inconsistent, almost with the look of did I make the right move coming back? The freshmen have provided zero offense, and Izzo stuck with his roster. I don't think it's coaching. I don't. I do think if he his best shot, and we'll see what happens in the Baylor game, is to play a really high-speed, up-and-down game with this team. That, to me, is his best chance at getting the team back on track. Now, if you miss any of our interviews, ours, huge opinions, Full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. We are back live across Michigan Hour number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. And we found out earlier this afternoon, Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network told me that we're back live on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, three until six, to drive home in Lansing. Jonathan Smith calls it the second biggest move outside of Aiden Childs, the top portal QB Joins him from Oregon State. Tom Izzo says, Huge is one of the best shooters on radio I've ever seen. He'd be second best shooter on my team right now behind Walker. So thank you now to the crew at the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show live, back live, uh, three until six. Inside this hour, legendary hockey voice Bob Kayser filled in for Ken Cal on that Sweden trip. 
He basically won a Wheel of Fortune prize when he spun the wheel and get the wife on some miles ticket. We're going to have a week in Sweden. They had like two games, six days. He flew in the first class jet. Got the boss people around, had a robe that said BK. And a lot of people said, are you the owner of Burger King? He said, no, I'm Bob Kayser. <laughs> they call me the Whopper. So he'll join us. We'll talk about the Wings, uh, who are playing really good hockey. They they had a lapse, you know, well, really, in the last week or so, all of a sudden, they can't stop anybody, but they got a lot of firepower. And we'll talk about the Grand Rapids Griffins, the Wings' top farm affiliate. Wings are in a good place right now, giving up a few too many goals, but we'll get to that. Talk about future stars that are in Grand Rapids. If you're a Wings fan, get down to GR and check out a game. At Van Andel Arena, go to griffinshockey.com. So Bob Kayser will join us in studio. Lomas Brown in about an hour. On the Lions' loss to the Bears, the Broncos game Saturday night. I'll be there at Ford Field. Must-win situation. Good news I saw from Jeff Risden at Lions Wire. Dan Campbell saying C.J. Gardner-Johnson is cleared to return. I don't know if it will be this soon on Saturday, but, man, him coming back is huge for that secondary. My Lord. You cannot have a secondary with CNI dogs. You can't do that. It's tough. You can't really get an angle on the tackler because you don't want to run over the dog. You don't. You got to put the dog first. You try and chase someone running a 4-3-6, we got a German Shepherd and a little vest. Same type of vest Bob Kayser wears when it's sub-freezing. He wore that in Sweden. I saw that vest. I'm like, he looked like a recast of Frankie Goes to Hollywood from the 80s dance craze. So we'll talk to Kayser. We got a lot to get to. CJ Gardner Johnson, that is unbelievable news. If they get Houston back for some pass rush before the end of the season, because I, I think it's not desperate. And some will say, well, they're not in four, man. They got a two game lead. They are holding on right now. So they got to get it done Saturday night because I'm not driving down there on a Saturday night and I'm not going to get home at like three in the morning and I'm not going to drive all the way back while it's a deer circus across the highway wondering the Lions lost again. It's not going to happen. Okay. Not going to happen. We also told you that Aiden Childs, number one QB in the portal, will follow Jonathan Smith from Oregon State to Michigan State. That is a big get. And I, I see his plan right now. Take as many coaches and players from Oregon State who know my system because I don't want to step in in year one and be 2-10 and ten and tell everybody it's going to get better. He's trying to figure out a way to get to a bowl game, I think, in year one. We did throw out our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. When you're celebrating the Lions' 21-17 win over the Broncos on Saturday night and you're 21 and up, enjoy that adult-crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade and vodka. It's the only way to tailgate and celebrate with the Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Question of the day, your prediction on the game, I said 21-17 Lions. You can join in one 866 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. 
Bob Kayser is set to join us, man. Had a chance to fill in for Ken Cow, who was under the weather. Missed a few games, and life is all about timing. So when the Wings were set to go to Sweden, Ken had to stay back in the States. And Bob Kayser, the radio play-by-play voice of the Wings' top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, jumped on the private luxury first-class jet, went to Sweden like a rock star. Wings did the wings blow a big lead there, or did they? Oh, they came, came back, back from one. They came back and then, from, and then lost the game. Yeah, that that was it. I know. I the, the time change there was how many hours was we guys in Stockholm? Yeah, six hours, six or think, seven. Right, that's awesome. Trip and your wife came over, so you guys had like uh, a European vacation. Oh, like you said, it was six days, seven. I think it was actually seven days we were there. No, it might have been six, but yeah, just the two games. Did you see Lidstrom? You know what it reminded me of? The old what? International Hockey League when Grand Rapids first joined the IHL back in 96. I was in Kansas City at the time, and we would play. You know, you had Phoenix, you had Vegas, you had San Diego, Long Beach, Salt Lake City, all these great cities, and we'd play those teams 10, 12 times a year. We'd go out almost every trip. It would be two weeks, and you'd play like five games. <laughs> it's like, you got, you know, 12 days off. And then the league wondered why it went under after about 10 years. <laughs> it's like all these days off and you're and doing travel. Too, yeah, right? yeah, it was crazy. But uh, no, it was, man, that was spectacular. Uh, I assume Lidstrom was over there. The whole, know, well, that was, you know, to me, first day. Why, was, right? yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, it was, there's a, you know, I could tell you stories all day long, but the, the most significant thing that, it, you know, to me, the most surreal moment was standing in the corner of the first day with Lidstrom, Zetterberg, uh, Jonathan Erickson was there. Um, who else? Uh, You're standing on a street corner. No, this, this was in the ring. Oh, in the ring. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were. It's it's like wow. I thought I'm you guys curious. were posing for pictures like the Beatles crossing <laughs> yeah. a street in Stockholm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you got yeah. Lidstrom, and and they did that because Lidstrom's heading up. Isn't is it the is Sweden or European yeah. operation? Right. Yeah. Franzen was there. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Think yeah. about the Swedish impact on oh, the history gosh. of the Wings. Right. Oh, incredible. Yeah, and that and that's the only way we did. Are ever... they still rock stars in Sweden? Huge. Yeah. Yeah, and depending on who you talk to, but yeah, yeah. Lidstrom and Forsberg are typically mentioned as the two most popular, and then uh, Lundqvist, the goaltender, the king. Yes, you know he's uh, he's huge over there too. But former uh, Ranger, yeah, you know, yeah, goaltender, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of them, and a long list of them. And we've only heard about Sweden. I mean, me personally, we've only heard about Sweden through their you know their words. And I'm, you know, always asking them about what what's what's it like over there. Well, so they, years they speak and years a lot years. of English, don't they? They're all English, really. Yeah. So the nicest, kindest people you ever, you know. They what, what surprised you about Sweden? So you're flying over, you got your BK robe on. People think you founded Burger Kings because you're on this luxurious jet. Yeah. You get there. What what surprised you about Sweden? Well, the autograph lines when I got off the plane were just, yeah, really crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, no, I, got, we, I got a picture. Hold on. I'll tell you what. You know, a picture of the line. <laughs> there's only two people in Stockholm. <laughs> I would have been happy if there were two. What, what surprised you, though? Oh, a lot of things, Bill. I mean, it was quiet, for one, even though there's a million-plus people there. And it's, you know, a big city. They're kind of laid back. You, you, extremely laid back. No you know, car horns honking. No, no, uh, no loud engines, no loud motorcycles. In no fact, crime. I don't even think I saw a motorcycle. Nothing. No crime. One piece. Of, it was day four. I finally found a piece of trash in the street. I actually took a picture of it. I was so shocked. Clean, a nap- you're talking a napkin, clean, everything. A napkin laying in the middle of the road. Like that's just taboo there. Do they like chalk the outside of it? <laughs> <laughs> they had 15 cop cars going after trying to find the guy that I did I know it. your wife was there. How beautiful are the Swedish women? 
Um, didn't even notice. Okay. That's I, I. I'm not asking anything perverted. I'm just asking oh, you. During the commercial break, I might tell you something different. <laughs> well, you could. <laughs> no, it was. They're just spectacular. The people are just incredibly friendly. The women are, you know, very, very pretty, very beautiful. That's it. That's all. But not as many blonde haired. And everybody just assumes they're all Everybody's blonde haired, right? 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 No, it wasn't that at all. So yeah, and and the wings and the hockey. I, you know, you kind of look at expansion with the NHL and you think. Someday are they going to have a European division, right? That'd be fun. Right? Where, yeah. where you would fly over and do that 10-day road trip, and you would park teams in different European cities. You know, the NFL is going to South America and Brazil next year. There's got to be a method to that madness. Well, right? the, me- I mean, the method is, yeah. I believe, the method is, you know, they tried NFL Europe, and it, it really didn't go, right? I, I think the NFL... Uh, has a vision when they look at soccer's popularity worldwide, FIFA, right? Mm-hmm. You know, worldwide, if you said the two most popular sports worldwide would be, I'm talking not in America, would be obviously soccer, right? One, you know, hockey is right there, but again, you get, you know, the warmer weather, you know, South America, Africa, there's not hockey going on there, but I think the NHL having a you know, London, Berlin, uh, Stockholm, you know, uh, finish having a European division that would rotate in and would travel now. Everyone's on big planes and you can do a two-week road trip and get games in and you get global TV money, you get global marketing, your stars are worldwide, right? That, that's wow. what the NFL is doing. I'm telling you, the NFL is going to have an NFL international league. Yeah. And it won't compete with the NFL, at least to start, but I think they want to have these franchises all around the world because they see how popular it is in America, and they're thinking, how can we get this done in other countries? And there are a lot of cities like Stockholm and other cities and in, in just within Sweden, but other countries too. But like you say, hockey's huge. I mean, the games, the games over there, granted, they're only once a year. But they have that global series, and they sell out, and they tell me in within minutes. Is Sweden expensive? Uh, no, not really. I mean, depending on what, well, let's put it this way. My wife and I are thinking about retiring there. Really? <laughs> and we understand it's very expensive to live there, you know, housing, et cetera. You guys but, are thinking about retiring there? Oh, uh, we, we kicked it around. We, we, let's just put it this way. We enjoyed it so much, Bill, that, you know. We would, we would. You gonna sell the Kilwin franchises wow. in East Grand Rapids and downtown? Just move them over to. Which, by the way, uh, I will say, Bob, it's really good to see you. But it's been about a year since you dropped off some stuff from Kilwins. Oh, and by the way, it's been about a year since you dusted this studio. I don't clean. Look at this. Like, okay, all right. I've only we're. You know, I'm gonna take some video. Okay, OCD. Look at this. Look at this, Bill. I, I want hey, you to see this. I'm Bill Simonson, along with the Griffins Youth Foundation. We help people with OCD. Here's Bob Kayser. <laughs> Who cares? I don't look at dust, the dust in here. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Now that's why I don't hear back from you. You're got your blinds and you're in a room <laughs> with with an air purifier. Oh my. Oh goodness. my Lord. <laughs> you didn't bring us any kill ones. I was really hoping I some caramel. I, I actually had every plan to what is do it. it? The Traverse City Cherry is that the ice cream? I, I, I had get? every intention of doing it until I got caught up in a meeting you regarding never our volleyball team. And said, "Hey, you, Brett, uh, you know, before work, stop down and get an ice cream cone at Kill Yeah, right after we're done here. I'm, I'm, meeting, still- I'm meeting the Texas Stars coaches at five o'clock at our store. 
Love Good to have you guys join us. Uh, have you checked the show time? Three until six. You're Bill Simonson. Just shut it down. Take For Kilwins? Take an hour off. For Kilwins? Yeah, or, or do the show remotely from so our are you store. you the Texas Star coaches fill out a credit app to see if they have enough to get ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> Unlike you, they're not going to have to pay. Oh. I'm taking good care of them. Where, you didn't bring the caramel corn superfly? I told you. You're going to feel terrible when I, I bring, wheel, bring a wheelbarrow full of 20 no. pounds worth of... Goodies for you. No, nah, that's fine. The holidays. We'll take care. Killins, you know Killins East Grand Rapids. Killins downtown. Uh, Bob is a ice cream mogul. Uh, he is the voice of the Grand Rapids Griffins. So we'll get to the Griffins in a moment. But uh, from your time filling in both in Sweden, uh, on the road, and also in downtown Detroit, what do you like about this team that they didn't have last year that gives them this feel that they could be a playoff team this year? Well, they the depth. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. And then advancement of Cider and Lucas Raymond now is having a, you know, after kind of a, that sophomore jinx caught up to him last year, um, having a great season. Larkin, you just got to keep him healthy now. You got to be a little concerned about some of these upper body injuries he's been suffering. Do you believe that he gets uh, completely knocked out and yeah. and no one gets suspended? I might, he looked like he died on the ice yeah. again. And, you know, it was odd, too, Bill, but it doesn't take much. It's an example of how it doesn't take much sometimes. You just get it he got in, in the, the right chin. spot. Oh, I think he got, he got the chin shot. Well, I, got a, I think you get a double whammy. Like, With you the know, stick and the, yeah. you know, the head, and it was it cross-check, double cross-check. I mean, and somebody, you know, and again, I get, you know, uh, stepping up for your teammate, but, I think, but usually the NHL, I will say, it's one sport where I think the officiating – Usually is pretty buttoned up. Yeah, compared to other sports, I, I think the officiating within the game is is as good, if but not better, than what the the post game disciplinary is. Did the NHL review that and give anybody suspensions? No, other than David Perron. Well, I know Perron for got the six games is for retaliation. Well, they probably should. I mean, right, it was yeah. a vicious hit. Yeah, well, he was it was payback, but they chose not to. You know, not not to, not to. No. So, so yeah, I mean, just they've, they've been up and down. You just you just don't the inconsistencies of the disciplinary you know aspect of well, look the at NHL Draymond been, with the NBA, yeah, suspended and, indefinitely now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's you know he punch and pull in practice. The things he's done, I I think silver, and I I get that they're talking about. Well, we're going to get him some counseling now. He's a grown man. Yeah. Okay, is that th- that was. Completely dirty. And the minute I saw the video, and I posted this 12 hours before he got the indefinite suspension, that I said, he needs to be gone for the rest of the year. Yeah, You got to send that message. That you're gone for the rest of the year. Show us during the offseason uh, what you're doing. You know, Golden State isn't one of their teams that's going to win it. They're on the backside of their, you know, Golden State run. Yeah, But you can't do that, man. You just – I. The cheap shots, that, that's where I tell everybody, whether it's my kids' sports, I don't get mad at officials. I get what they're getting paid for club sports or high school football or soccer, but it's when officials don't regulate cheap shots and violence at any level is where I lose it. Right. And they did. I give silver credit with Draymond Green. He shouldn't play again this year. Yeah. Even Izzo says he's worried about it. You know, I, I why why you you dream on you got everything. Yeah, I, I I just I just get like again I get concerned about the 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 the, the, the review of these things by the league and, and the league reviews that and, and the, you watch that I I, I watch lack. it twenty times and you don't suspend right. anybody from right. Ottawa. Well, and, and and so within the game, Bill, you know this. I mean, you're you're a big sports guy, obviously. 
it, it, hockey maybe as much if not more than most other sports is really difficult to officiate i've said this forever you could try and officiate a game from up where we sit you know well up above the ice you can see everything clearly you know it'd be easier to officiate a game from up there but still very difficult because there's so much going on not to mention the lack you know there's very little room in the ice players are bigger and faster and stronger it's, it's nearly impossible to you know, to, to see everything out there. And that's where post-disciplinary comes into play. I mean, otherwise, if they don't do anything and, 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 and put, the, put the foot down on stuff like that, then players know that they're going to get away with it within a game more How often. do you review that double whammy on Larkin? Yeah. And at least one guy. And it might have been the second. I forget who was coming in. I, I watched it live. Well, Zeb is the guy who, who came didn't in. really had nothing to do with it, and he's he was the guy that got destroyed by David Perron. But uh, you know, he was just the innocent bystander. Well, and, someone had to do the payback. Absolutely, thing. that's yeah, what that's great hockey teams it do. It's old school. Well, it used to be that back in the day. That was a common occurrence, almost on a game to game basis. Randy Glee, uh, Randy Cleese has told me how many times he's had your back when announcers from other teams wanted oh, to take you threaten, on. Yeah, yeah, trying to throw cheap shots because you're so good. Well, I used to you're be the, the yeah no I used to be the toughest guy in the league you know the, the broadcast ranks but Randy now, now Cleese, I'm old Randy Cleese told me he's missed three paychecks having your back yeah he's being suspended yeah he's just an enforcer because he he's is. got he's got nothing to do right now because the Bengals aren't going anywhere yeah so there's their season's over I just I bring up you know his name when when other broadcasters threaten he got him anyway upset. he got upset when I was there doing the show talking about the only pro volleyball franchise of Michigan the Grand Rapids Rise. That I I called him director of media relations and didn't call him VP of That's communications. That's right, he's a VP now. And he got upset, yeah. like literally upset. Like his cheeks were turning so red, I, I almost called Coral Health and asked for a blood pressure machine. Okay, well, now that you're on that topic, I just want to, want to pass along the note that he wanted me to send to you regarding that. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm we just, can't. Did you, okay. Yeah, I, I can lip read. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's easy. There are some words that everyone becomes a professional. There are some words where you become a professional lip reader in two yeah, seconds. Those are, those are words that Randy doesn't use very he often. He doesn't. Cleese has a crazy side <laughs> to him. He's the best. He does. He Randy does. is the very best. You know, Jack, you can ask all, you know, Bill. I mean, Jack Dole's all those guys that work, have worked with Randy for all these years. Oh, no, yeah. Everybody in the Grand Rapids Sports the, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Been, yeah. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> we on the elevator ride up, we said, "How? What's the over under on how long before he brings up the Hall of Fame?" I what when I was super flying. When I was walking over there to do the the statewide show for Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise, and they begin playing January downtown GR. I'm looking at all the Hall of Fame plaques, and I'm like going. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. You know, walking through, and Cleese is going, oh, yeah, here's all the plaques. And I'm like, mm, okay. No, I'm happy for you. I, I, I'm over it. Well, I, I'm happy for me, too. I stand in the lobby when the visiting team comes in, and they walk by that big, giant screen that they— How come nobody refers to you from the Griffin, speaking of Cleese and his PR team, nobody refers to you as a Hall of Fame broadcaster? That's a good point. Every press release should say Bob Kayser, Hall of Fame broadcaster. 
Maybe I want to get to Toronto. And I listen to you, man. You, <laughs> When I hear you calling the Wings games, and I said this before when you were close to the Boston Bruins job, you are an NHL I appreciate caliber play-by-play guy. That means a lot more to me than you realize. So I, I I've you always that, said so that, man. I appreciate I, that. Did you get my last voicemail message? <laughs> we can't we can't say that on Harry. No, no. Don't play it right now. Don't don't do that. No, no. I, I got where's the delay button? Are we set? <laughs> All right. So in watching the wings, uh, and I mentioned last week, like really when I sat down and started watching, you know, the games live. I've been DVR in all the games. Now they're going to decide to give up, you know, four or five goals a game. Mm. Uh, which again, you get you get streaks in the NHL, but they still have so much. Offensive firepower. Yeah, and then I, I mean, to me, they're a a top six, top eight team. Yeah, I think they're top ten for sure in, in hockey or just yeah. in the East. I think they're a top ten, ten in maybe, and I mean, just because some of the guys that I were, don't think the West is that tough this year, right? Do you think yeah, so? Edmonton's not as tough as the right East. Now. The, right, the yeah. East is a powerhouse. Edmonton, uh, you got Vegas naturally, uh, but Edmonton's I think what they won like eight Edmonton, straight. Edmonton's good. Colorado's still good. Yeah. Um, but the Wings look like a playoff. Vegas, team. LA Kings are having a phenomenal year. Vancouver yes. is having a great year. So yeah, there's some good teams out Wings there. Wings look they, like a playoff team. Yeah. Right? I, well, again, I mean, the East is it's tough. I mean, it, I think last time we were in here, we were talking about. You know, Paul Woods and I wouldn't, you know, spend a lot of time with him, obviously, in the last month and a half or so. But, uh, you know, just writing down the teams that are almost certain to make the playoffs in the East, and there's four or five of them that they're not going anywhere. They're going to be in the playoffs. So that only leaves three or four spots available. And then you start looking at the depth of the Eastern Conference, Bill. And, you know, so there's no guarantee. I think Detroit's a playoff team. Um and especially now that some of these guys, and I think what makes them more dangerous now is that guys like Daniel Sprong, you know, players like that. Fisher's starting to come around now. He's a, you know, 15 to 20 goal scorer. He didn't have any early on. You know, some of those guys are starting to produce the way they thought they would. And, you know, now you're complimenting what's already there. Your goaltending's been, yeah, it's been good, not probably not great. Um, and Huso, you know, still finds ways to win when he starts getting in a groove. That's just going to make him even better. So, um, yeah, I, I like their team, and I, I love uh, Coach Lalone. I mean, he's he's fantastic. I've known Derek, uh, you know, from his days in Toledo in the in the East Coast League, and then he wound up in Des Moines there in our league. And you know, he's just a wonderful man and a great, great coach. Extremely poised players, coach guys love him um, for good reason. So, and he knows his stuff. Like, uh, I just think they have they're really putting that thing together. Not surprising because you know the Iser plan is as they call it. You know, Stevie Y knows what he's doing, and it's taking. I think he'd be the first one to admit it's probably taking a little longer than he had hoped. But now they're knocking on that door, and then you look down here, and you mentioned it earlier. We can talk about some of the guys here. You know, they've got some really nice pieces down here that are going to complement that, and they've got some trade chips too, Bill. They got three goaltenders up there right now that, you know, the plan is working. They're probably going to stick with that until the potential, you know, for a, a, a possible trade maybe at the deadline moves one of them. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, I like. I love where they're going. I really do. What about giving up so many goals lately? Uh, is it just uh, again their goaltending's not been? You know, Alex Lyon's yeah. been great. Um, Reimer has been. You know, was really good the first what seven or eight starts, and now he's had a couple of you know little little uh, you know soft soft goals here and there. But um, Huso has been to me is the most perplexing. I mean, he's he's your number one guy, um, even though his goals against and save percentages aren't where they need to be, uh, he still wins. He finds what St. Louis was a great example. I mean, he didn't play great, 
but he didn't play poorly either. I mean, they scored four goals on him. Most of those four you couldn't really fault him on, but man, did he buckle down in the second half of that game. When you can play really well, when you start off a game building hockey as a goaltender, you don't play well in the first period, but you you have that ability to bounce back within a game. Those are the extraordinary goaltenders, and, and Huso has the ability to do that, and he did it in St. Louis the other night and allowed the Wings to come back and win that game. So, you know, he's he's a battler. He finds ways to win, but he still be the first guy to tell you he needs to be better, and he will be. You know, so that they, they'll be they'll definitely shore that up a little bit. They got options. Uh, I just like their depth, and like you said, they found a way to win the St. Louis game. Bob Kayser, uh, his voice of the Grand Rapids Griffins, and also the filling guy when needed when it comes uh, to the wings. I think one thing when it took Stevie Y a little bit longer, he hasn't relied as much on the young guys now with the Wings, and he's finding spots for the younger players, which I think is a better fit. Uh, when you look at this Grand Rapids-Griffins roster here in the west side of the state, the Wings top farm affiliate, what do you like about this roster in terms of future Wings? Well, Edvinson's your next guy. He's always the first one out of anybody that follows the team. Uh, he's the first one out of anyone's mouth. And anybody who follows the Red Wings. I mean, and, and, and I know my time in Detroit, and I, I keep close tabs on the Wings. I read all the newspaper clips and spend a lot of time on, on, uh, on, on social media. Uh, gauging the fans' level of interest in the team and individual players, and they're all calling for Edvinson, and, and for good reason. I mean, he's he's ready to play up there, Bill. But again, that depth in Detroit is keeping him here in Grand Rapids, and the Red Wings are fine with that, and Edvinson's fine with that. He wants to play, he wants to get better. You know, he's he's definitely got some areas where he still needs to improve. But man, every game. He just he is a joy to watch. He's worth the price of admission all by himself. And last night was an example of that. He had had to rush up the ice one 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 shift where he danced around three players and walked in on the goaltender and got stopped in a point blank attempt. But then the next thing you see, you know, he's caught. At least you thought he was caught. You know, and that's that's the danger in a defenseman rushing deep into the play like that. But that guy's got a stride and a skating ability that is magical, and he and it's it's fun to watch. And before you knew it, Texas is busting back the other way, and he's right back into the play, breaking up the play from behind. I mean, the, the guy's an amazing two hundred foot player. He's he's got points in what eight of his last ten games, so he's producing offensively, and he's getting much better on the defensive side of the puck, which is where he needs to improve. Bob Kayser is a talented play-by-play voice of the Wings Top Farm Affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, griffinshockey.com. If you want to get tickets, find out about the team, video highlights, and more, uh, all the promotions, go to griffinshockey.com. That is griffinshockey.com. You guys home tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, yep. The $2 beers, $2 dogs? You got it. Friday night. Yeah, and that goes when? 6 p.m. until... I think it's till eight nine. I believe. You know what? That's a good question. You threw me on that one. Well, we stick around. We got one more quick. Well, I have to stick around. <laughs> All the dust in here. It's like, I don't know if I can survive another. I'm Bill Simonson for OCD. You never know <laughs> who will succumb to the wicked evil of OCD. Meet Bob Kayser. As a talented play-by-play voice, he flew on a plane to Sweden. And he told the pilot to land the plane in Newfoundland because he had to go to the bathroom and they weren't sanitized in their first class <laughs> 787 jet. Bob, all right, stick around, okay? All right, I will. Bob Kayser, voice of the Griffins, joining us in studio. Wingstop Farm Affiliate. Ticket and team info at griffinshockey.com. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. 
How about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Where are you watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? Where you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bob Kayser, voice of the Red Wings, top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, also fills in when Ken Calkin Daniels need a voice to take over. Great talent. Griffins, NHL-like franchise. Go to griffinshockey.com. They're at home Friday night. 
$2 beers, $2 dogs. It will be a packed house. Probably a sellout. You have some tickets left, Bobby? I think so. You do? Oh, thank you. That's uh <laughs> You can tell Bob's uh, Bob's wearing. No, a lot we do. Of, Bob's wearing a lot of hats, including uh, ticket sales. Yeah, we we definitely have tickets. For well, you we got GriffinsHockey.com. Yep, we do it that way. And then the wings be fun. You know what's it's playing good be hockey fun too, Bill? Because you got two of the top teams. Their NHL parent teams are already doing well, especially Dallas. But Dallas has unbelievable stars in Texas with their, their American League affiliate. And you see, come out and see them play against our guys, Red Wing guys. Yeah, it's, there's some future, a lot of future NHLers playing in these games this week. So, how many on the on the Griffins roster right now are future wings? I'd say next, I'd uh, say nearly half years. of them. Really? I'd say nearly. May not may not necessarily be wings, but you know, NHL level. I think you got like Beargren. I mean, I, you know, if, if you want to read the headlines and the rumors, I mean, they've got him. Most people have him getting traded, which. You know, certainly could happen. And what would the Wings want for a guy like I that? I would what, think they'd want, you know, a fair amount. Well, what, but what's their biggest need, do you think, trade deadline that they'd want? That's Stevie Y. Another D. D. Yeah, I would say somebody in front of the net, I agree. Yeah. Giving up too many goals right now. Yeah, yeah. But they got the offensive firepower but, to take it back, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's – they've got uh, – yeah, they've got some. they've got some really good pieces here. I'd say, you know – yeah, there's fair at least six, eight, maybe as, as many as ten. Wow, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good. Carter Mazer's another one. People are really fired up about him. I still think Cross Hannis is going to be a an NHL player. Valinder is going to be an NHL player most likely. Kosa, the goaltender, um, still you know working his way. He's just turned 21 years old and already has a year of pro hockey behind him. So yeah, there's there's a, it's a long list. You're a Michigan fan. What's going to happen in that Michigan-Alabama game? 48 to nothing at the half, and then Michigan will take it easy on them in the second oh, half. I'm, I'm, I thought you were going to say Alabama, 48 <laughs> no. at the half. Uh, I, you know, Alabama scares everybody, but... they don't. I, I said this to start the show today, okay, in regards to Alabama. Milrose is arguably their fastest quarterback they've ever had. Yeah. But he's a run-first guy. You can't normally... Alabama has two to four guys at the offensive skill positions that are household names in America. Just look at the NFL right now. Waddle, Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. Hurts, we can go down the list, right? Yeah. Uh, you can you just go down the list. Uh, they don't have them this year. And, and Saban, I think, has done one of his best coaching jobs. They still have a nasty defense, and you saw that in the Georgia game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, J.J. I, McCarthy will need a... Monster, not half like he had last year against TCU in the second half. A monster start to finish for Michigan to win that game at the Rose. And don't you think he will? He's going to need a Columbus-like performance that he had, and they need Edwards to a year ago. step up too. They need that. They need a dual threat. He's never, you know, off the injury. He hasn't been the same no, back. He hasn't been at all. No, but you wonder if maybe all this time off he gets healthy. And they, you know, they, they incorporated yeah, I was the thinking place. the same thing after how good they looked a year ago at Ohio State. They got through Purdue. I thought the break, get healthy, everybody feels good, and they come out against TCU and lay an egg with some egregious play calling. Yeah. Is Harbaugh gone? Is this his final year? I, I, my vibe is that if there's the right NFL job, he's gone. If there's the right NFL job. Why, why would he leave? Because of all the NCAA stuff going on? Well, just, you know, challenge. I, I believe he seems like a guy who needs to be challenged. If he wins it, does he go? 
Is that what he's waiting for? If he wins it, he goes out as a national champ and now chases the elusive Super Bowl trophy that is the Lombardi trophy that his brother has, right? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win it, J.J., you know, again, you're hearing anywhere between low first round, high second round, could play his way into the middle of the first round, if not top 10, if he's strong against Alabama mm-hmm. and Washington and or Texas if they get to the championship game in Houston. I, I just feel that... They self-impose a suspension. He has a three-time Big Ten champion, overall number one seed in the college football playoff, and he was suspended for six games this year. Yeah. yeah you just, <laughs> and I get with the reports of a five-year, $55 million deal, and they cut his pay a few years back. He had to do that. He, he and again, I'm not saying he's a victim here with uh, Connor Stallions, uh, but the cheeseburger garbage mm-hmm. and the self-imposed Suspension was weak by Michigan leadership. Yeah. And I think they've tried to play catch up on that since with the back and forth support here. How long it took to get a deal done after you've won three straight Big Ten titles, three straight dominating wins over Ohio State. And Harbaugh is saying, yeah, the money's nice, but he can go get seven mil, eight mil a year in the NFL. I, oh. Herbert got shut down. I think Chargers' job's going to be open. That that's with the right coach. That's a win now job. Who would want to live in San Diego though? Yeah, who wants that? I'd rather live in Borculo any day of the week. All right, Bobby, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna stop down the kill ones when we're done with the All show. Right. Uh, downtown Grand Rapids, kill ones, East Grand Rapids. Uh, he is. I'm telling you right now, he's the fudge monster right here. Bob Kayser. <laughs> I, I, liked, was, I liked it when you referred to me as the ice cream guy. Yeah, the ice cream guy, not the fudge monster. <laughs> that sounds like tonight on Netflix, a five-part series, the fudge monster. All right, we'll see you down at Kill Ones. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds good. Right. Thanks, Billy. Yeah, Bob Kayser, voice of the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, also does a great job filling in for Ken Cal and Ken Daniels in Detroit with the Wings, joining us in studio on this Dorn Mayhew Thursday. Speaking of Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for their Grand Rapids office, will join me in studio with Lomas Brown. We'll break down the Lions-Bears and look ahead to the Lions-Broncos. That is coming up in less than 20 minutes. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Get your groove on. Everybody get up. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thick. Same show, same night. Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer; I shop there. Because the holidays are a big deal in my family, I need big deals. And I find them on holiday staples like Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for 89 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID limit one. Plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. And I use M-Perks to save even more with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in-store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. A reminder, don't forget the Lions game outside of Detroit on Saturday night is on the NFL Network, so stop by all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills to watch the Lions. And the Broncos, right around 8 o'clock, you'll find Mike Brand Jr. and Liz Brand Stegeheis and Sean Stegeheis with the brands in Bay City. They also have the brands in Caledonia. Liz Brand Stegaheis and Sean Stegaheis have the brands at 44th and Division in Wyoming. You'll find the brands in Holland, US 31 in James, Johnny Brands in Granville, just west of GR, and Johnny Brands in downtown Grand Rapids off of Leonard and 131. We'll have the Lions and the Broncos, and Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade just east of GR. Yeah, with NFL Network, the only Fox affiliate carrying the game, I think, is Fox 2 in Detroit. So NFL Network, stop by your local brands and watch the Lions and the Broncos on Saturday night. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. 
Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Thursday broadcast presented by Bean Garter here at the end of the year. The official name that you see on the Grand Rapids headquarters by the S-Curve at 131, Dorn Mayhew. Dorn Mayhew has their worldwide headquarters over in Troy. Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office here in West Michigan. And each and every week, we welcome in Lomas Brown, the former Lion, current member of the Lions Radio Network. And we talk Lions, NFC North, and the NFL. Josh, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. Real good. How are you? Real good. Uh, how long did it take you to get over the Sunday loss against the Bears? I'm not over it yet. All right. Well, then you're not doing good. <laughs> I'm not going to play therapist right now on our segment here, but I haven't. I I, I need I need a victory on Saturday night, Lomas, for me to get over what happened in Chicago. I'm serious. Oh yeah, yeah. You and I think half of the state of Michigan needs that because. This is getting scary. I mean, you know, the way they've been playing and we've been watching this trend and it hadn't been a good trend and this trend is coming at the wrong time of the year. So we want to be trending upward, not even level and especially not downward. So, um, yeah, it's a bit concerning right now, but you're right. A victory, I think, will take care of a lot of our ills on Saturday. Why are they struggling so much, Lomas? When you look at this team, what changed? Where where did it go south where everything became a struggle? And when you have a young team, you're going to face these. You're going to have these times. It's with that the learning curve, the winning games in the NFL is so steep. So you're always on that learning curve, and especially when you're a young team like we are. I mean, the the great thing about us is our young guys are getting impactful, meaningful minutes and and playing time and experience this year, which is going to help us going forward. But you're going to have these peaks and valleys throughout the season. And, again, right now we're going through a rough stretch where we're turning the ball over, where we got having mental errors that are hurting us, uh, pre-snap penalties. You know, just the things that we weren't doing, now we're doing it at this particular time. So it's up to the coaching staff to kind of right the ship and get these guys back on the right path. Goff, uh, you know, people ask me, he must be hurt. He does, you know, beyond 15 yards, his ball doesn't have a tight look to it or 
any juice on it, and he underthrew J-Mo on a deep route where J-Mo had him beat. He has a tough time throwing to J-Mo in stride. Uh, let, let's talk about golf and what's going on with him. Well, well, I know for me personally, I, I, again, you could just kind of see the confidence early in the season is definitely kind of waning a little bit with uh, Jared. And the thing I noticed over these last couple of weeks for me is that he, we're not even looking to push the ball downfield. You know, they're not even looking at it, let alone attempting it. Yeah, I just don't even see his eyes looking downfield a lot of times. So, to me, I know things have changed with, you know, having injuries on the offensive line and more pressure than uh, Jared is used to having. Um, I know, like, Jared is one of the best play-action guys, and you you could do the play action, you could hit big explosive plays off of that. And like I say, the play action ability is just not right there right now. We're running the ball, but I, I just don't know if we're running the ball impactful enough for teams to say, okay, we have to commit seven and eight in the box, stop this. And then, you know, that just enables your play action pass to go off that. I don't I can't put my finger right right on it, but it's a combination of a couple of different things going on. Josh, uh, when you look at golf, and really it, it wasn't the Chargers game because the offense played great and bailed them out, and I'm watching the Chargers game thinking this offense is going to put up 30-35 the rest of the year. And then it really was that first three-and-a-half quarters against the Bears at home where – what is up with golf? Is he upset he didn't get a contract extension? Is there something personal? Is there an injury they're trying to mask? Josh, your your thoughts on where golf is at right now as a Lions QB? Yeah, I mean, we talked about Jared earlier in the season. He had MVP talks, you recall, or several weeks ago. Yeah, top I, shelf with the best in the league. I it, When I watched that game and he underthrew J-Mo on that deep ball, he looked injured. And again, uh, not close enough to the team to see that, but he he looked injured. It just didn't look like he had juice on the long ball. Um, and he threw a couple picks again. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going on with Jared. I, I sure hope he's okay. But to me, he looks hurt, huge. He looks hurt. And you questioned that a few seconds ago. He looks injured to me. Or uh, just not, you know, again, with the O-line Lomas, that with the injuries, and it was good to hear that you know the O line was back practicing this week. That's great news. Looking at a solid Denver D, they're going to see Saturday night at Ford Field. Uh, it's obvious when he has a clean pocket. I, I saw a crazy stat that you know with a clean pocket, uh, he'll complete seventy percent of his passes at times. Without a clean pocket, it falls below ten percent. That's yeah, pretty scary. I, I, but yeah, it is. But I, I'm Bill. I'm telling you, you probably could put that up with any quarterback. It may, may not that, you know, that the it just don't gonna depend because pressure. But it, but I think that's more to the inability of Jared being able to escape or create in the pocket um, more so than anything else. But if we look at it again, the offense it, it's just even. It just seems like even the the mindset of the offense has changed too. And I think it's been forced through some of the injuries that has happened up front. For instance, I'll give you a for instance. I can't think of the game 
but we had a fourth, I think it was a fourth and two, might have been a fourth and one. And instead of us running the ball downhill, north and south, we tried to go louder yes. with the ball. And I just, I, and you know, and I'm just wondering why with the, the offensive line we have, mm. when you want to establish the line of scrimmage, you've got to be going forward and everything. And there's too many things that can happen on long development plays, especially when trying to pull people. I just hadn't understood some of the play calling, too. So, again, it's a combination of everything. And guys know, you know, believe me, you know when you're not playing good, when you're not playing at your level, you're going to be the hardest person on yourself. And I'm quite sure Jared, he knows he hasn't been playing at the level that he needs to play at. And and a lot of people are piling on Jared, uh, questioning his arm strength. we all wondering, is he totally healthy? But Ben Johnson, and you mentioned the fourth and one going wide on play calls, not utilizing JMO more on whether it's uh, short slants. Everything doesn't have to be a home run ball with golf. I, I think Ben Johnson and the Lions coaches, as this season has progressed, they haven't been in a lot of pressure games in the first three years in Detroit. It's been bad starts. You finish great. There's hope for the next year. Fast start this year, and all of a sudden, Goff is in the MVP conversation. The Lions are in the home field advantage. Uh, best team in the NFL conversation at one point. And I think the pressure is getting to Goff, Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, and Aaron Glenn. I hope not. I hope not. And it, But again, it's a learning curve. And that's even with coaches, too. I mean, you have to learn. This this league is an unforgiving league. Any little mistake you made can come back and not just bite you in that game. It can bite you to the point where it can cost you a playoff position or, you know, even getting in the playoffs. So it gets critical at this time of the year that everything has to be working together, meaning the offense, defense, special teams, but the coaching staff, the front office, everything has to be clicking at this time of the year. Basically, man, all your stars have to line up for you to get to a Super Bowl. So I'm not even talking, so we're not even at that point. You know, so just even get to the point again to the dance. You have to, uh, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's. Lomas Brown joins us each and every week, presented by Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey handles the Dorn Mayhew office in Grand Rapids, managing uh, shareholder. If you had to point to, and I know the head coach, Josh, is in charge of everybody, right? But if you had to point to one thing, this is why there's doubt on the Lions. Even Lomas said it to start this conversation on this Thursday that he's nervous. Uh, why, one one thing, one person, why we have not totally flipped, by, but how it has turned around in terms of this Honolulu Blue locomotive uh, fans jumping on, not a bandwagon, but believing they could win it all. Now we're just hoping they can win the NFC North. What changed? One thing. I don't know what changed. Yeah, you, I'll gotta, be honest. You, you can't get one thing that you th- is it is it coaching? Is it Ben Johnson? Is it golf? Is it injuries? I know some can say, well, you can take a little bit of all that. I think it's a combination of all those things. The offensive line being hurt, put the pressure on Jared, puts the pressure on Ben, who's trying to 
create different plays with different guys. And, that, so, and then the pressure goes to Dan Campbell on the sidelines, and, and he's going for it all the time, and and then it doesn't work. He, he's a king when it works, and people are screaming when it doesn't. Seems like a domino effect. So offensive line injuries puts pressure on golf, which then puts pressure on Ben to make changes at the play calling side. And then him and Campbell are, you know, uh, giving each other that look on the sideline of, well, what is going on with you and what's going on with you? And so, yeah, I think that there's a different phrase they're using in their heads. There is. <laughs> what is going on? What's going on with you? What's going on with you? What's going on with Lomas? It's not is that huge Lomas show. up in the booth with Dan Miller and TJ Lang? They're awesome. It's not huge show appropriate. They probably, just need, but. you know, we've been saying this. Well, we said it last week. I said they just had to go to Chicago and find a way to win. And Lomas, they. The second quarter, I'm saying, here we go. They're going to take control. They're going to walk out of here with a 7-10 to 10 point win in the second half. And it just unraveled. I, I, adjustments, how important are they, Lomas? Because, you know, you've been in the league. You, you've been with champions. How important are in-game and halftime adjustments? Because the Lions' third quarters are pathetic right now. Yeah, they hadn't been good. And we've been saying that pretty much. All year long. It's been a problem all year long. And I know Dan, I know they have addressed that because it's glaring. It's glaring and he's heard about it. So I know they have. And I'm hoping that they've tried different things. I just don't understand why the slow starts. I'm trying to think of teams that I've been on, and I'm trying to think of not successful teams um, that I've been on. And if we had problems coming out of halftime, what seemed to be the problem, but I I just can't put my finger on why we can't make some of the adjustments. I know Mm. other teams adjust to us. I know they do do that. But again, as far as our counter adjustments, um, I can't put my finger on why we just haven't been able to start better in the second half. What's the worry index, scale of 1 to 10, Josh, on the Denver game and again, this is at home. This is another uh, an, another flag for me. You know, losing to Seattle at home, embarrassed on Thanksgiving Day by the Packers at home. The three and a half quarters, and they were lucky to rally and steal that one from the Bears. Uh, now you got Denver coming in, Saturday night flex game. Uh, you got help from the Giants with Green Bay on Monday night. Vikings uh, have announced that they're going to use the Twins uniforms and win games 2-1, 4-2, They're a baseball team now. Uh, but the Lions are holding on, and they have got to win. It, you know, if they don't win on Saturday night, you're going to make Minnesota believe because they got the Lions twice on the schedule and no Kirk Cousins and maybe Mullins now at quarterback full-time. They're going to believe that they can steal the NFC North for the Lions. So what's your worry meter on the game Saturday night with Russell Wilson, Peyton, and the Broncos? I'll, I'll say the worry meter is a 10. Well, uh, one out of 10. A worry meter is a 10. Uh, you got a very good coach coming in. They've won six out good of seven. Defense. Great defense, man. Great right? defense. They've won six out of seven. They've got a mobile quarterback. Their momentum is at the highest it's been all season, six, six in a row. And so I think the worry meter is absolutely a 10 mm. Detroit's momentum is, is kind of, kind of coming the other way. So hopefully um, they're able to find a way to turn, turn around last week's loss and, and shake that off and, and, and get some different energy. But we talk about this every week, who's going to come hungry to play 
And right now the Broncos have a chance to, to take their division. So that, that my worry meter is a 10. Wow. Looking at Dallas Josh, on the schedule. you're normally and, a cool cat. Hey. You and Lomas. <laughs> you kind of like, you kind of like Starsky and Hutch. You're like Nick Nolde and Eddie Murphy in 48 hours. You guys are cool cats. Nothing rattles you. And all of a sudden, Josh is like, my worry meter's out of 10 right now. If they lose Saturday, I don't know if they'll win another game all season. Hey, <laughs> hey I hate to say that. I'm telling you, man. What's I'm your like, worry meter, Lomas, on a scale? Hey, what, 10 being the highest? I'm an 8. I'm eight. An 8 because I know the coaches are at a 10. So I'm going to bring mine down, too. I'm at about an 8. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I But, uh, again, I've we've seen them bounce back after losses. And I'm counting on that. I'm counting on them re- taking care of home field advantage against Denver. They I just feel these guys got to think they can't lose a home game like this to a team that gave up 70 points. They still got to put that in the back of their mind, that this team once gave up 70 points. But I, I just can't see them losing this game. I just can't. I just can't. Lomas Brown joining us with Josh Garvey. Josh is the managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, one of the world's leaders when it comes to CPA accounting and business needs for small and big uh, companies. Every Thursday, Lomas Brown, the former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, joins us all the way uh, through the Super Bowl. So let's talk about the matchup. Uh, Why the worry uh, with Denver? Josh gave his reason why. Lomas, why why do you have it at an 8 out of 10 on the Lomas worry meter about the Broncos? And that's a home game for the Lions. Yeah, well, I mean, they're a good team. They, they are a good team. I've been watching them on film. They got, like you guys stated, they got a good defensive front. Um, they've been playing well. They got two good linebackers, uh, Singleton, and that's an, uh, I'm just drawing the blank on the other guys, man. They have really good defensive backs, uh, Sertan, uh, Sertan, um, so he's a first-round pick they just got three years ago. He's playing at a high level. They got a good advance. Joseph over there at their D.C., he's a guy not afraid to blitz. So they know that Jared's going, they know where Jared's going to be at. You know, they know where they, if you're hunting, you know where to find Jared at. He's going to be in that pocket. So they're going to come. They're coming. So it's going to be a tough, put a lot of stress on the offensive line um, to protect. It's going to put stress on those receivers to make that window open. That's the other thing, Bill and Josh. Those our receiver windows aren't open that much. And if Jared is off a little bit, you know what I'm saying? That it's gonna turn into a, a INT. It's gonna turn into a turnover. So, you know, you look at other receivers where they're able to open the window. The receiver window is open because they run the routes or they're able to get around their guys. You know, we don't really have have those guys. We got J-Mo, but we still don't know how to utilize them yet. So, you know, it puts a lot of stress on the quarterback, too, to make sure he's accurate uh, with the ball. Josh and Lomas, I want you both to answer this question. Why is it difficult for Dan Campbell and Ben to figure out how to use the guy who may be the third fastest in the NFL, if not the second, somewhere in that trio of Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, J-Mo. Why is that difficult? I'll, I'll start with you, Josh. 
when Dan Campbell says, oh, yeah, we need to use them more, you know, you get these coach speak comments where I'm like, if you don't see the dude's speed just on the end of round against the Saints or routes where he's open, and because whether it's protection or, or golf is on the move and can't plant and throw the deep throw, how, how do you have to announce, yeah, we're going to use them more. You're just going to wake up. Why don't you use them more against the Bears and, and you fake a reverse so they're not just teeing off on golf? <laughs> Josh? It's, it's a great question. I, I, I it's more honestly, of a statement. It really wasn't a question. I, I went to ask Josh the question, Lomas, and I told him, I'm getting really good at answering my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so Josh, what do you think? I'm going to tell you what I think, Bill. Wait, you're talking to yourself. So why aren't they using J-Mo? How would you use J-Mo, Josh? What would you do if you're Ben Johnson, you're Dan Campbell, what would you do starting Saturday night at home against the Broncos? How would you use J-Mo more? Uh, first of all, uh, some slant routes. I mean, Thank you. Th- that's the most uncomplicated thing mm. uh, to run. Uh, for a guy with that type of of speed, get some short slants and just get the ball in his hands. Even if it's a five yard out, just get him the ball and let him create space. His speed is 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 like you said up there with with some of the uh, fastest receivers in the NFL. He runs like twenty two miles an hour. That's just crazy. Superfly's truck only goes twenty. Do the math. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, Superfly. We got to talk about that. But um, he um. Just get him the ball. And, and and you saw in the one game, was it New Orleans where they did the end around and oh, yeah. he just took off and he was like 30 yards to the end so zone. Got two, two Saints defenders had the angle on him and he still turned the corner. He was gone. So why aren't we running plays like that a little bit, right? Why are we not just doing a, uh, a quick out to him uh, and target him a little bit more, e- even if it's nine or ten times a game? Uh, I feel like we just need to target him more, get the ball in his hands. Throw short routes. If, if there's pressure... And they're going to blitz, and they're going to bring the house like the Bears were. The Bears were one of the worst pass-rushing units, and the Lions made them all look like all pros. And I'm watching Sweat, and all I can think of is how Brad Holmes did not give up something. Sweat would have joined a contender, and instead the Bears went and got him, which, again, there's there's a lot of questions right now. There, we're, This final stretch of four games and the playoff game, hopefully, I think they're in the playoffs regardless, even if they would lose out, It'd be a wild card team. But I, I believe now when it's pressure time, crunch time, whatever sports cliche we want to use, Lomas, that Dan Campbell, Johnson, Aaron Glenn, and Goff are going to be judged by how this season finishes. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I think what has happened is they built the expectation. I mean, you, there's no way you could be 9-3, and 9-4 and four in a season and don't expect this season to end a certain way. I mean, again, I told you my expectations um, before the season, and I told you that I know over there in that locker room, you know, over there at Allen Park, they were thinking beyond that. I was win the division, win a home playoff game. They were thinking beyond that. I know they were. I mean, the expectations are beyond that. So, yeah, I think anything less 
then what I see, just winning a playoff game, that I think is a failure. And you can't start the season off, like I say, as well as we started this season off, especially beating the defending champs and, you know, some of the games we had and not finish this out, just not finish it out. I just can't see that happen. Yeah, but you're playing uh, four games that have playoff implications on both sides with the Vikings, the Broncos on Saturday night, and the Cowboys for NFC uh, positioning, and they're trying to win uh, the NFC East and make uh, the Eagles a wild-card team. Thank the Lord Kirk Cousins isn't there because if Kirk Cousins was playing right now, there there might be two nine and four teams in the NFC North with the Lions and the Vikings. So that that's their out. But man, don't lose another home game. Take care of business against the Broncos, and you could end up uh, winning the division this weekend. I think if Minnesota and Green Bay, you get one more loss from them, right? Yeah. So. Uh, God, just win this weekend. What, what's the prediction before I let uh, you guys go? I'll start with you, Josh. Final score Saturday night, primetime flex game, NFL Network. A lot of people go, I don't got NFL Network. No, it's not going to be on your local Fox affiliate outside of Detroit. So you're going to have to listen to Lomas, Dan, and TJ, which is a great listen on the Lions Radio Network, or go to your local sports bar. Uh, check out your local brand's location across Michigan and go watch the game Saturday night. Your prediction, Josh Garvey? My prediction is 24-20 Detroit. I think it's going to be very close. The line's four and a half-ish. Keeps changing a little bit up yeah. and down. But yeah, and the DraftKings sports will get a big board. I think, I think they bounce back. I think they get a win, but I do think it's going to be a very, very tight margin. Very close game the whole way. I'm going 24-20 Detroit. Lomas. Well, it'll be that final when you're wrapping up on the Lions Radio Network, the post-game show with TJ and Dan Miller. You'll be a will you be a happy former Lion, or will you be saying, you know, I remember I told Huge my worry meter was at eight out of ten going into you this know, game. I think, I think I'm going to be a happy, sweaty Lion because I think it's going to be a palpitating, a heart palpitating. I think we're going to get those guys, but, man, I could see maybe like a 38-35 game. Really? Ooh, I, yeah. I don't see that. I, mean, I could see a shootout, man. No. I've been watching Denver. They got weapons over there on their side, and we got to see how our defense is going to respond. I think they're going to be able to put up points. I think we're going to have to keep up with those guys. I think Jared snaps out of it against their defense. Maybe a turnover here and there, but I think he'll still uh, be able to snap out of it and keep us pace with pace. But I think I'm going to be a heart-pounding, sweaty analyst after the game saying, whew, I'm glad we won that one. I have 21-17. I think it'll be a tight game. Lions will be victorious. Lomas Brown, former Lion. You can hear him on the Lions Radio Network each and every week. He joins us. Uh, here on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey also checks in. He's the managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids officer, Dorn Mayhew. Their world headquarters are in Troy. They have locations all around the world. One of the world's leaders when it comes to CPA accounting and business needs for big and small companies. Josh, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the game and the weekend. Thanks, you too. Lomas, take care. Have a great call on the Lions Radio Network. Yes, sir. Talk to you guys next week. 
from Grand Rapids to Detroit. This show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Over the weekend, the 2023 Heisman Award was given to LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, who became the third Tiger to earn the honor. Over Daniels' five-year college career, he amassed 12,749 passing yards and 3,307 rushing yards. The first player in FBS history with 12,000 career passing and 3,000 career rushing yards. Against the Florida Gators in November, Daniels etched himself into the record book with a dominant performance. He had 372 yards passing and 234 yards rushing, marking a total of 606 yards plus five total touchdowns. That made him the first player in FBS history with 350 yards passing and 200 yards rushing in a single game. He had an FBS high 50 total touchdowns, 40 passing and 10 rushing, becoming the fifth player in SEC history to do so. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail, vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Get your groove on. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same show, same night, Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Where are you watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? Where you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. singers who bring us back from the break. Tim Stout says, "Who? you guys got a house band? Tim from the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, weekday mornings at 10 a.m., TV guy, newspaper, everything. The Elvis Presley of radio uh, in Lansing. The Magic Johnson of the mic. Hey, Tim, we got some good news. Marty Boer told me. Uh, from the Michigan Sports Network, that the game 7.30 a.m. is now carrying the huge show live once again, weekdays, 3 until 6 in Lansing. That's awesome. 
well, they came to us just before the radio show Monday morning and delivered. When I walk in there, Bill, you know, in the world we live in today, especially in broadcasting from one day to the next, you never know what what goes on. So they came in and gave us the news before we went on there Monday. And I said, well, I'm on the show this afternoon. And they said, well, don't say anything to them. Don't make any reference to it at all because we haven't talked to them yet to let them know what we're going to do. But I thought it makes perfect sense. It'll help us a great deal. I drove in at 3 o'clock to TV to tune in to see how the join was going to sound. Uh, I agree with the Alliance 21-17 to 17 over Denver. I'd rather be the Magic Johnson of basketball, to be perfectly honest with you, if I was going to be the magic of anything. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, welcome back, Cotter. I, I thought sooner or later, somehow, someday, some way, it would work uh, to have you know this program, which is you know is, is gone statewide, like you say, it's the only syndicated show of its type. And I think deservedly so for a variety of different reasons. Other than me, you get a lot of very good guests on. I learn a lot, frankly. But when I learned a lot, I was done for the day because I would drive home from TV at 630 and pick it up there. And I thought what I just learned, I can't use anymore because my day's over. Now my day isn't completely over. So at uh, any rate, it's, I, I think it's great for our station. Believe me. I think we're what? One of 19? Is that how many are on Yes, now? sir. Yeah. And I, I've always appreciated your support uh, from the first time I met you over uh, 20 years ago when we started uh, the huge network. I, I did want to bring you on, Aiden Childs. I think that's how you say his name. Number one QB right. in the portal. He will follow new Michigan State head football coach Jonathan Smith to the Spartans. This is a big day for MSU football, it really is. Well, they certainly hope he's going to give a more quarterback production than they had this last year with the three guys, all of whom left. I don't ever remember anything like that happening. I mean, it's a transfer portal world. There's no question about it. And you look at all these good quarterbacks in America who, frankly, have had their start elsewhere uh, and whether he's going to be that guy or not. I think one thing, Bill, he gives them that they have not had is more mobility at that position. I mean, I go down the, the road to Ann Arbor. I think one thing that is very underestimated at Michigan with McCarthy is his ability to run. He's made huge runs in his career. I just heard you say, what, they're 25-1 and one when he starts. And how many of those wins did they get with big play? You know, Corum and Edwards get all their publicity in the backfield as runners. But I think McCarthy is a huge uh, you know, weapon as a runner. I'll be interested to see in the Rose Bowl game with the rest that he's been getting, how much they plan to use him to run. Because I think it's in today's world, I think it's crucial for a quarterback. Aiden Childs uh, averaged about four and a half yards per carry in the time that he played in the nine games for Oregon State last fall. Now, you know, look, he was not their full-time quarterback, but he did get meaningful minutes. There must be some frayed feelings between those left at Oregon State on the staff and the staff that left for Michigan State because clearly that's a player you would want to keep but he went into the portal and the thought all along was because Michigan State needed a quarterback desperately that there would be an opening for him here so we'll see how this and he more than likely now of course is going to get spring practice which he would need here very much uh, from what I've seen I know it's uh, there's no games and no scoreboard yet or uh, tape to break down but you know, Jonathan Smith, considering the situation on many levels at Michigan State, Jonathan Smith was a great hire. 
Well, he hit the ground running. I mean, they, as you know, they played Penn State, lost Friday night, Saturday afternoon. He was named. I mean, I think in today, that's another thing. In today's world, you don't have search committees that go well long after the bowl games and get to the February signing day. That was then. This is now signing day for high school recruits is December 20th. The portal is open at this time of the year, and it is till January 4th. They, you know, they've lost a lot of players here. They've lost more than two dozen players. That's a lot of roster spots that are open that they need to fill, and hopefully, for their sake, that they fill them with you know, players that are going to provide more production than what they had in the last two years, the five and seven and four and eight. So there, you know, there's a ways to move up. How all of this knits together for the opening game at home, August 31st with Florida Atlantic remains to be seen. But I maintain, Bill, you know, a lot of the key parts for a school like Michigan State football, when you're coming off two straight losing seasons, a key part of the year is what, what's the roster going to look like next season and how is it going to be better? I don't remember in my time here where there is ever going to be a starting lineup of 22 players from one starting uh, first game to the next year's first game where you're going to see more new players than what you saw in the previous year. In other words, the 22 started against Central Michigan this last September. How many of those 22 are going to be back for the first game in 2024? And I can only think of maybe one, two, or three at the very most, and the rest of them will all be new. It's like an expansion team, except that you're not necessarily getting an expansion team's rejects. You're getting guys that are moving on someplace else just because they want a different opportunity elsewhere. And how much they, how many good players they land between the portal now, signing day December 20 to 22, signing day in February, plus the portal all that time, that's going to tell a lot as to what they will have for spring practice to get them ready for 2024. Yeah, I like Smith. Uh, I hope to get him on the show soon. I've reached out to Matt Larson. Uh, looking forward to getting his out talking about Michigan State hoops. I, I know, Tim, we talked earlier in this week. Uh, it's still early in the season. Izzo loves projects, but, man, I just don't see the pure scores outside of Walker, so we'll see how that uh, plays out, but Aiden Childs, the number one QB in the portal, for what that's worth, will follow Coach Jonathan Smith uh, to Michigan State, and you know he gets Minnesota's defensive coordinator, which could lead to recruits. And Minnesota has had a great defense under Rossi, so I, again, I, I don't have a negative right now on Smith. I, we'll wait until we uh, see it on the football field, but I like everything he's done. I'm, I'm interested in why Rossi would change from one Big Ten school where he money had it had to be money, right? I would, I would certainly think so. Does he know something about the issues at Minnesota? You know, they've struggled too. They're going into a bowl game, if you can call it that, at Detroit with a losing record against Bowling Green. Is something coming up after that that he's aware of, or one way or the other? You know, I, I'm not. I, I don't know. To your point, I'm sure money's involved. I don't think any of these assistant coaches are going to come cheap. They weren't cheap for Mel Tucker, and I have not seen publicly where all of this has been signed, sealed, and delivered yet, because that's got to go through the board. Then it becomes public. But these guys won't come cheap. So I will be interested to see. What did Rossi get at Minnesota compared to what he's getting now? And furthermore, the number one question he had, why did you leave a, you know, an established Big Ten school where you were a coordinator to go to another Big Ten school and so on and so forth? And you have to believe, you know, Bill, that you know, Smith, he's been around. He's 44 years old. I mean, these coaches all get to know each other and who they like and so forth. And I think 
when uh, the defensive coordinator at Oregon State ended up getting promoted there. So that removes him from consideration to come to Michigan State, which the offensive coordinator was able to do. That opened up a coordinator's job. And so this guy was the guy that they went after. And, and like you say, well, you know, believe me, there's there's room for improvement on every side of the ball, as you know. Whatever anybody contributes in here with all these new players, there's room for improvement. There is. It will be interesting. Uh, and also, we'll wait on Izzo and see what they do. And I, I think let him get through this Christmas break with some winnable games. Baylor will be tough, but uh, see where they go from there. Uh, you, you know, Izzo Absolutely. can't shoot. Yeah, I was telling some Michigan State fans, uh, last night at dinner, Bill Cutler and Jerry and Joe Preston, I said, you know, Izzo's a miracle worker and has been with weaker teams and found a way to make them great. But if you don't have scores, it is tough to consistently win in basketball. Well, I think you're going to get a great read on this against Baylor. I mean, you know, when you look around a country, Bill, I don't see one dominant team anywhere. I mean, there's only six undefeated teams left out of 350, whatever the number is in Division One. There's only six left. And states played a couple of them, okay? Along the way, they have played a couple of these undefeated teams, and Baylor's going to be next. Now, I don't know what motivation Baylor has for this game, but if it does have motivation, you're going to get a good read, I think, on where Michigan State is. I think they play a trap game Monday night against Oakland. They've beaten them 25 straight times, but Oakland's got some credibility. They wanted Xavier. They nearly beat Ohio State on the road. I think that would be a game state win or lose against Baylor. is going to have to pay attention to. Then, to your point, you get Indiana State and Stony Brook, and Penn State is in the Breslin Center on January 4th to resume Big Ten play, and if you've seen Penn State, you would think that's a game Michigan State would automatically win. They have not been 4-5 and five in 20 years. They're four and five now. It was two thousand three when they last went four and five. And if they lose to Baylor, of course you gotta go farther back even than that. So it's been, you know, a unique, a different, disappointing, frustrating start. But if they beat Baylor, Bill, it'll be amazing how that might turn around some of their momentum and certainly some of their confidence to be sure we'll see. Confidence is something that defines everything Tim Stout does. Stout on sports on the radio, weekday mornings at ten AM on the game, 7.30 a.m. And the huge show is back live weekdays 3 until 6 in the Lansing area. The celebration up and down 96 was beautiful. It brought a tear to my eye when I looked at the M.Dot camera. Thank you to everybody in Lansing. Timmy, like I said, I've always appreciated your support. You're a great man on and off air. And if we don't talk before the holidays, enjoy Christmas, okay? Same with you, Bill. Anytime. Welcome back, Cotter. Good to have you, boy. We just got better for that, and I appreciate all the thoughts. So we'll talk to you soon. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles. 
either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Final segment on this Thursday broadcast. Now, if you missed any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search the huge show and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts to remember everything you need. Connected to our show is free at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. 